Hello and welcome to Midwinter Tuition's Elocution Podcast. Now it's been a couple of weeks, I was poorly and then we had half term, but hopefully now I'm back to full strength. And today I would like to look at vowels in unstressed syllables. Now unstressed syllables are often the hardest to work with. It's very logical to try and pronounce every sound in every word, but unfortunately, because of the linguistic history of the English language, it just doesn't work for a lot of the words that we use. We're going to look at um, three-part compound nouns. Okay, now these are, are longer collections of words, often three words, sometimes the first two words are hyphenated, sometimes the first word itself is a compound followed by another word that makes it up. Okay, so sometimes they're two words, sometimes they're three words, and either of these could be hyphenated. Now the stress in these words normally has secondary stress on the first part, and the main stress on the third part. Okay, now I'll just tell you that the majority of my resources today comes from an amazing book called English Pronunciation in Use, Advanced. It's published by Cambridge and you can buy it with CDs which will really aid your learning. Uh, It is quite expensive to purchase because so much work has gone into it. You can understand why they charge so much. But if you can borrow it or buy it secondhand, I do thoroughly recommend it. Okay, so let's look at some compound nouns, the longer compound nouns. So first of all, we might think about desktop publishing or central nervous system or left luggage office. So those three examples are, when you say them separately, they don't sound like they have much stress at all. But if you think about when you say desktop publishing, you really put the emphasis on the pub. I like putting the emphasis on the pub. Okay, so desktop desktop publishing, central nervous system. Now that one, we put the emphasis in the middle. Left luggage office, that's more emphasis on the second sound, but the third sound has some stress too. Okay, let's look at some other examples where the secondary stress is on the first part. So we get things like first degree burns. So the burns is the important word there. Three point turn. And a phrase that I'm not really familiar with in terms of my everyday vocabulary, checkbook journalism. So that's a, that was a new one for me there. Okay, You can also think about how these three-part compound nouns relate to the two-part root, if you like. Think about the word ballroom. And you put the emphasis at, right at the beginning of ballroom, but if you then say ballroom dancing, the dancing takes the emphasis. And don't forget that that A in dancing is the lovely R sound. Okay, it's not dancing, dancing. And make it as deep as you can. And the same with desktop. 
You put the emphasis right at the beginning there, desktop, a good hard D. But then when we add publishing, we get desktop publishing, and it changes it. You could also think about rush hour, rush hour traffic. Okay, so rush in rush hour, but then when you add the word traffic, it becomes rush hour traffic. So the traffic really takes the emphasis. Another phrase, hairpin bend. Hairpin on its end on its own has the emphasis at the beginning. Hairpin bend, the real stress, the primary stress, moves to the second part. So it's quite interesting. It also you can use this emphasis to really show what the words mean. For example, if you think about CCTV, closed circuit television. So television takes the impact there and it's saying that the television is closed circuit. You know, it really helps explain the words. So that's the same with first degree burns, uh, semi-detached house, wide angle lens. And this is particularly true when you have compounds that begin with a number. For example, a two-horse race, or a one-parent family, or ten-pin bowling, or maybe even a one-man band. So you can really hear that that third part has the real stress. Okay, now I'm going to now move away from the Cambridge book. I'm looking, I've been looking online this morning at various forums where people are have been discussing compound words. So first of all, we've got uh, the echo chamber forum, and here they were talking about seeing how many compounds they could come up with. Now these are slightly different because these compounds are just a compound word. So for example, nevertheless. So it's a fantastic word, nevertheless. I think it has real gravitas when you use that word. You can also say things like in as much. And even with that compound word, you can hear that much really has the emphasis. Insofar, there we go, far, the third part has the emphasis. What about whosoever? Again, ever, that third part. A lesser used one, here to four, or here to four. See, that's not in my vocabulary, so it's not, not a word I use generally. Then there were some comedy suggestions. Um, but also things like ombudsman. Now, that one's slightly different, isn't it? Ombudsman. We can hear the emphasis is at the beginning for that one. Okay, so then I moved across to enchanted learning. Now, Enchanted Learning is a massive resource, uh, enchantedlearning.com. So if we look here at some two-part compound words, we can see how this works for this. Let's try some adjectives, some great describing compound words. Soundproofed, straightforward, streamlined. Now, those all have emphasis at the beginning. Outstanding, that's in the middle. Newsworthy, at the beginning. Hard-headed, equal emphasis on the first and second syllable there. Eye-catching, first syllable. 
understated first syllable. So we are finding that with a lot of compound words that are just two parts, they are mostly having the emphasis at the beginning. This, of course, can change depending on where you find the compounds. Then I moved across to english.stackexchange.com and there was a good discussion on there. It was a couple of years ago, but thanks to the internet, we can look things up from a long time ago. They came up with, nonetheless, nowadays, whatsoever, whosoever. Those words all have emphasis in slightly different places, don't they? Um, what was the next one? And then I then looked at some three-word compounds on the rliberty.wordpress.com. And again, this is from four years ago, this discussion. So they suggested words like, or compounds like, washing up liquid. Now that's the emphasis on equal parts, isn't it? Sister-in-law, emphasis at the beginning. Birds of prey, equal emphasis on the first and third part. So it's a fascinating... Thing to look up and to research and you will find that the stress moves depending on the word okay so things like real estate agent there's the emphasis right at the beginning no man's land pickup truck housewarming party that emphasis is right at the beginning okay so Let's try me saying a compound and you see if you can identify where the stress is. Double-decker bus. Double-decker bus. Where do you think the emphasis was there? If you said the third part... You're absolutely right. Well done. What about right angle triangle? Right angle triangle. If you said the third part, you're right again. Now you might have noticed there that the way I pronounced angled sounded like there was no D. That's because we join up the D and the T sound from angled to triangle. Otherwise, it becomes a real clothy word, and you end up saying right-angled triangle, whereas it's much more naturalistic to say right-angled triangle. How about hot water bottle? Hot water bottle. Again, the emphasis is at the end, isn't it? What about three-piece suit? three-piece suit. Main stress on the end again. 